Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 101.1 FM The Revolution. Speaking of Travel is partnered with the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyavl.com. And by Appalachian Realty. You know, they've been helping people call Asheville home since 1979. So visit them at appalachianrealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown Asheville. And by Chimney Rock and at Chimney Rock State Park. I'm telling you, there's no better way to experience the best of the mountains in one place than at Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. That's ChimneyRockPark.com. And don't forget to visit the Speaking of Travel website. That's SpeakingOfTravel.net. And sign up for the Speaking of Travel Travel Club to receive the latest travel news and travel tips. So, you know, in today's global society, worldviews and cultural traditions have a lasting influence on our perception of others. So by developing a more global perspective, you're better able to understand and empathize with people who are different than us in terms of their national origin, their ethnicity, their religious or spiritual orientation, race, gender, and sexual orientation. Being able to make sense of the world is not only an intellectual pursuit, it involves thinking and feeling. Being able to view others differently while seeing our own uniqueness takes learning and an important role of colleges and universities is in fostering this global learning, particularly during the undergraduate years. Well, here to tell us more about that is Kelly Mc. Uh, she's the chair of the Behavioral Sciences Department at Asheville Buncombe Technical College, or AB Tech, as we affectionately call it here. Welcome to the show, Kelly. I'm so glad to have you. Thank you, Marilyn. I'm glad to be here. Well, Kelly, you also serve as um, AB Tech's Global Education Committee Chair and Coordinator, and you develop global programming on the campus, and you work directly with the students. You've been doing that for a while. Tell us a little bit about that. Great. Well, thank you again for uh, inviting me here. It's always great to talk about travel and in particular as an educator to talk about getting students connected to global experiences and exposure. And absolutely. So as the global ed chair, uh, I chair the committee, which we do things like promote foreign languages and organize study abroad trips that are safe and educational. Uh, But we also bring a lot of curriculum programs, uh, curriculum infusion, which is that we invite speakers or have events that can really affect a lot of students. Because as we know, not everybody has the opportunity and the privilege to be able to travel. So we want to try to create that on campus. So we expose students to different ideas and international perspectives. And so that's kind of part of what we try to do is in our various campuses to give students those experiences so they know that they are products of the world, that they live in a global society, and that that is something that, you know, when they're achieving their dreams and they're thinking about their education and their future, that they really kind of dream big and see the world as possible for them. So we, we really work to try to create those connections. Um, and, you know, for a lot of our students at AB Tech, they might not uh, have even left the state or their county. 
uh, we've we've been, held hands with students as they applied for passports. I, I'll never forget the first time a student um, that grew up in a in a community here in Asheville came to campus holding and wielding his his passport to campus. Like I've got my first passport, and I'm like, okay, great, all right, let's uh, uh, okay, put it safe in a safe place. But you know, just how exciting that is! Or so the first time students have been on a plane and things like that. So these are just they just make it worth it for us. Uh, this isn't you know this is just something that we do because we think it's important and. And our committee is also composed uh, of folks all across the campus. So we've got folks in dental hygiene, in digital media, in culinary, in con ed, uh, in curriculum and student services, because we all want to kind of see that as as enriching to students as well. It is so enriching. And, and what what I have learned just in the years that I've been able to travel and uh, and speak with people about travel is how your your mind your perception just opens up so much and that mm-hmm. must really transform in their grades and participation in, in school. Do you find that that is true? Yes. I mean, we haven't studied it, but definitely that helps with uh, the big word on all colleges these days is retention. So whenever we can give students meaningful experiences where they connect to faculty or see their learning and in other ways that they can bring back, it really helps them realize this is what I want to do. I mean, some of our students in our areas uh, maybe have gone on mission trips growing up or so they might have had some international exposure in some ways or um, or even they're from communities that have immigrant backgrounds or they because they, we do have uh, people from many countries here in in Asheville so that's really important you know but I do think that it's important to see that um, that it's something where they see their future with when they transfer some of our students are going to transfer to a four-year university uh, we've had a number of students go to UNCA and that's something too where then I say all right well we have a handful of opportunities for you. But then when you go to UNCA, there's an amazing study abroad office there. And you can even do a whole semester. We had a student that went to China for a semester, another student that wants to pursue a foreign language in another country. So sometimes what that does is it helps them really realize the importance of education. And students say, well, I want to get my four-year degree because I want to teach English in Japan and things like that. So in some ways, I think it helps them realize, like, I am so grateful for these opportunities. And sometimes we just have to keep reminding students. And and I'll say that when I meet with students, I say, some of you are thinking, I have a child, or maybe that's not me. You know, we have this thing where students feel like an imposter, like maybe something like this, this kind of experience isn't something that somebody like me could have. And what I remind them is, if you're thinking that, yes, you too. That, and, and sometimes that can mean that uh, if they're doing a summer program, that we give them a different kind of homestay. And so they can have a different experience. You know, And it's not just, sometimes when we think of students, we think of young people. But we also, a lot of our abroad programs, we have people from the community that are there as well. So, And we have students of all ages that can take advantage of, of if we think about our abroad programs. But back to your question about how it affects students, and I think that it doesn't. It certainly makes them very grateful to our campus and to the opportunities that they get from being you know, at a college like AB Tech or when they transfer. And there's so many great opportunities at some of the other universities in Asheville. Well, tell us a little bit about AB Tech, okay. just so 
people have a, an understanding. Certainly those of us who live right here are familiar with our community college system, and AB Tech has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. But give us just a little bit of a, a history lesson on what AB Tech is about. Okay, great. So we've been around for about 60 years, and uh, you know, early on, some of your listeners might remember the, the days of junior college or a technical college. And this is really the part of higher education, which was really just to give students a you know one to two year degree that brought them out into the working field. So we're talking about cosmetology or culinary, um, you know, nurses and dental hygienists, and just a lot of the the technical jobs that can't be outsourced, right? You know, really, they're there, and we still are doing that. Um, but we've grown. Uh, we're one of 58 community colleges in the North Carolina community college system. And as our needs of our community and the workforce in North Carolina has grown, the transfer program has uh, has been really growing tremendously. So we we still have the technical part, and that's why we have AB Tech Community College, because now we are also kind of the gen ed or the first two years, the associate's degree program. And then we have students that will transfer on, not just to UNCA or Western Carolina or App State. We also have students that will go to NC State and Chapel Hill and Wilmington and so many others that we encourage in the area as well. So that's really grown. And we've got about 10,000 students uh, that are taking curriculum classes. Um, and, you know, I think everybody in the community here gets the brochures in the mail of all the con ed programs. And we've got tens of thousands that, you know, take some of the the con ed continuing education, personal enrichment courses as well. So um, and that is kind of where we are to, to prepare the workforce in wherever people's dreams and goals are. Well, Kelly, I am so excited to, to hear this because I'm a big fan of the community college. I feel that it's important for students to be able to um, to broaden their horizons when they get out of high school if they're not interested in going to a big college right away. And when we come back from the break, I want to talk more about how do these students get involved in the international programs that you offer there. Great. Thank you. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate Stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi, or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit. People call Asheville home for all different reasons, and they all mean a better quality of living that reflects their very own uniqueness. Whether you're looking for a funky loft in downtown Asheville, an arts and crafts bungalow in a walkable community, or a small farm to create your own artistic legacy, 
Appalachian Realty Associates will help you find properties as unique as you. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars You're listening to Speaking of Travel, and my guest, Kelly McEnany, is here. She's a chair of the Behavioral Sciences Department at AB Tech. She also serves on the Global Education Committee, uh, and you're the chair of that committee. Is that correct? Yes, I am. So, Kelly, tell us a little bit about your background. Were you traveling when you were a kid? Were you able to have these kind of incredible travel experiences when you were growing up? Uh, and an answer, no. Uh, so I think that's why at AB Tech, you know, we, even though we provide students with a very affordable way to get their education and to achieve their goals, uh, I want students to know that that we they have these. T- amazing international experiences that are available to them and that they deserve that. Um, I mean, I grew up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, uh, with a single mom and all that stuff. So, you know, a lot of our travel was visiting relatives and family. Um, I was very fortunate to be close with my grandparents. And I, I was trying to think before I was meeting with you about when's the first time I left the country. Uh, and the first time that I did that was to Canada, uh, which was not too far of a road trip with my grandparents. And we'd go up, you know, th- up to northern Minnesota and into Canada and maybe spend a day or two and come back. So those are really fond memories of uh, probably did that several times with them. Uh, and then uh, when I was in high school, uh, I went to Mexico uh, for spring break, which was really exciting. Um, at that time, it was it was really great. But but really, I didn't do much travel growing up. It wasn't something I really thought about. I didn't know people that traveled. But it wasn't something I felt that you know that was I was missing out in some ways. I mean, I that, I think that now with modern technology and in the internet age. It's so different now. I mean, students are very global. I mean, I didn't know what sushi was when I was growing up. I didn't Skype. I didn't email. So I think my world was a lot smaller. So things were different. You know, things were different at that point. I didn't feel deprived in any way. Um, but definitely when I got the bug, I caught it bad. Um, and uh, But when I was at the University of Wisconsin at Madison in my undergrad... I went, I had the opportunity to go to London abroad for a semester. And um, that was really a great opportunity. I thought, okay, well, they're speaking English. It won't be that different. But of course, I learned little things. You know, the the norms and values are different in some ways. Um, The words for things are very different. And uh, and also gained an opportunity of the European perspective. You know, I was in London um, really early in the development of the European Union. And there were 
lot of discussions about what that was going to look like. And so forth. So it was really exciting and listening to watching Prime Minister Question Day and expect Inspector Morse and, you know, the BBC and how is that different and reading things and watching films. And so just kind of getting that cultural element was really something that made an impact on me. Uh, and then afterwards with friends traveled around Europe, but it was a different kind of travel at that t- point, right? It just kind of a guidebook and um, as cheap as possible, checking off places. And, uh, you know, that was really my early travel and, you know, just going as many places as possible and and doing it as cheaply as, you know, how do I just have some bread and some cheese and just go from there? And, um, you know, those were really great experiences. And I think back uh, where, you know, there it was very inexpensive to call. So my parents and I were on a, you know, no news is good news basis. And, uh, you know, I'd send postcards or something like that. But, you know, that was really a different time in, in many respects. Um, but a really great experience for me to kind of see the world and see different perspectives. You know, although doing that kind of travel, which I think is really exciting, it's not the kind of travel when the with the programs we have at AB Tech, which I really want to focus more on cultural immersion. We try to do because on those trips, I mean, when I traveled around Europe, it was great, but I really wasn't meeting people. I, I was in tourist areas and I was in hostels. I wasn't you know, having dinner with a family and seeing how people live. And so as I've gotten older, uh, I've really realized that those are the experiences that make a big difference. Those are the moments where I see people as people around the world. And you and I have talked about this, that that what people want is the best for their kids. They want to be safe. They, they want to be seen. They want to have a life of dignity and to be treated fairly. And those are the types of experiences that it kind of took more time for me to see, um, you know, but right around that time where I was also up um, after I graduated from college, uh, I had I, I've always wanted to learn Spanish, so I'm still working on it. Uh, you know, it's work in progress. But I had an opportunity to go and live with a family in Mexico, in Cuernavaca, Mexico, just a language program. And I spent a month in this family, didn't know any English and three generations in one home. And so I would just stay with them. And and that was just a great opportunity. As I mentioned, this idea of seeing how people lived and I would see, wow, the little granddaughter adored her grandparents. Well, so did I. And my Spanish was about the level of that kindergartner. So that she was my buddy when I lived there. Um, but it was just really great to see how people lived and what they did in their everyday life. And I think that just, especially as a young person, it really made an impact on how I prioritize how I spend my money as since then and what, how I think about other people and, uh, you know, the struggles that people had. The, this family didn't have tons of money. Uh, I didn't feel like I had a lot either, but certainly even as a 23 year old, I had more than, than what they had not to romanticize it. But I just feel like it helped me understand where things are around the world and gave me a lot to think about. And uh, so really, that those are some of my early experiences in traveling and really planting the seed. And um, I've been at AB Tech now for 18 years. And really, part of my role with the Global Ed Committee and all of us on the committee are just really passionate that we want students to set their sti- sights at 
just really globally and understand that. And again, you don't always have to go there. So that's why we try to realize that that's also a privilege for students. There are scholarship opportunities and they can use their grants and scholarships uh, if they want for these trips that are faculty-led trips. But still, we really want students, we have films from other countries or we're, we're going to have International Education Week coming up in November, uh, which is a national event. But we're going to have you know somebody from Dobra Tea, one of the owners, come and do it a global tea demonstration to the culinary students so they can see that. And we're going to have, um, you know, films and people that talk about the Fulbrights and people that we have a faculty member now in anthropology with a specialization in Haitian voodoo that's going to give a talk. So we really try to kind of pull in to so many different experiences and bring it to students as well, because who knows what will happen at some point. But we don't want them to think that the world is a really scary place and a dangerous place, but the world is there for them and that from what we offer, um, that we can kind of introduce them to that and, and see that because it's sometimes they don't always get that message at home or from the media that about what the world is really like. They might think, oh, Americans are despised around the world or things like that. But, you know, I've had some challenges sometimes, but but certainly that has not been my experience. Um, I've really felt that people are people. And, you know, we've sometimes leave those governments out sometimes uh, around the world. And, and that has really been my experience when I've traveled to places like Cuba, Southeast Asia, um, around Europe, um, Mexico, many, many times, uh, Guatemala, and I've been to Japan, uh, you know, in all of these places, you know, it, it, I feel like I'm an ambassador for the United States, but, you know, we also have tremendous diversity in who we are. And I try to bring that message forward as well when I'm traveling as a, as a person. And, you know, when we talk, when we bring students, we spend a lot of time. We used to think back in the day that, well, just bring students to another country. That's good enough to be exposed. But now a lot of the scholarship reminds us that if students don't understand what their own culture is and how that operates, that just being exposed to the other culture, that's not going to be enough to integrate it. Otherwise, they romanticize or judge or they have a hard time understanding. But if they realize, how is culture shaping what I think is good, what I think tastes normal? You know, otherwise, we always, when I take trips, I'm like, okay, everybody, the word weird is banned. All right. Weird just means it's not something we're used to and, and accustomed to. So what is different about the other? And let's use that as an enriching kind of entree into what this culture and these experiences have as opportunities that for us is an opportunity. It's not something that's frustrating. We want to see the vast variety of ways in which people live on this planet. And that's exciting for us. It is very exciting. And I'm excited just because you're helping to break down stereotypes. And in this, you know, time in our world where things are just so uh, them against us and right. being able to provide that to students of all ages is so important. Right. Kelly, thank you so much. We'll catch up after the break. Sounds great. Thanks. Explore one of Western North Carolina's most iconic places at Chimney Rock State Park. Six hiking trails and animal discovery den. Rock climbing with instructors from Fox Mountain Guides. Guided hikes and more. Plan your adventure at ChimneyRockPark.com. This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. When does your trip begin? 
when you leave home or when you arrive at your destination. It can be a great transitional time to mentally determine that your trip starts once you enter the airport. Plan a little extra time so you're not rushed and treat your time at the airport as the start to a great adventure. Many airports, small to large, offer interesting amenities. Visit your airport's website before you arrive so you have an idea of things to do or see. Some fun amenities that are popping up at airports across the globe include internationally acclaimed restaurants, art galleries, yoga studios, workout facilities, full spas, movie theaters, shopping malls, and don't forget airline VIP lounges. You can often purchase a day pass. Right here at Asheville Regional Airport, we offer a curated art gallery featuring artists from Western North Carolina, pop-up music concerts by local musicians, and a great restaurant. And hey, if nothing else, plan a little extra time to pop into the bar and enjoy a local beer before your flight. Thanks for listening to this tip from Asheville Regional Airport. When you fly home, you're home. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Visit Chimney Rock State Park once and you'll want to come back for more. Get an annual pass for unlimited visits to the park for a year, exclusive events and special deals at the park shops and restaurants, and more. Become an annual pass holder at ChimneyRockPark.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. It's time to catch up with our good friend Doc Lawrence as he travels along the Gourmet Highway. Today, Doc is visiting Blue Ridge, Georgia. Hey, Doc, I heard you were exploring the trout fishing capital of Georgia. You couldn't have picked a better time to go. Maryland, here it is autumn, and autumn in the south, and even better, autumn in north Georgia. I'm in Blue Ridge, Georgia. I know that's a place that's dear to your heart, Maryland. I think you told me you once wanted to live here, and I can sure understand why. This is a vacation paradise. We're about 90 minutes from Atlanta, maybe 45 minutes from Chattanooga, but we're a million miles away from the stress and strain of any big city. The Tocoa River is a perfect place for trout fishing. Maryland, this is the trout fishing capital of Georgia, maybe of the entire eastern United States. Whitewater rafting is everywhere. Hikers come here, and you can't blame them. And fine dining is a specialty of this wonderful city. Maryland, come along with me, and let's take a trip on a real train, what I call a choo-choo, the kind Johnny Cash told us about through his music. It's the Blue Ridge Scenic Railway, Maryland, and it takes us from here in Blue Ridge on into Tennessee and back across the mountains, across the valleys, across the rivers, and it gives us a taste of what life once was 
here in this beautiful part of America. Who doesn't love the beauty of this season, by the way? I know that Asheville is just as lovely as where I am now, but I can't be in Asheville today with you, Marilyn, but I could be here in Blue Ridge, and I am thankful. But you know, Marilyn, you can eat here like you cannot believe. Mercier Orchards is one of my favorite places for apples, peaches, preserves, canned goods, pastries, all baked items you can think of. It covers dozens and dozens and dozens of acres. It's manicured. These people produce more apples here than any place I believe in the Southeast. And I'll let you in on a little secret. The Varsity in Atlanta, the world's largest hot dog restaurant, gets its fresh fruit, apples, and peaches for its famous fried pies right here in Mercier Orchards. Dining, Maryland. Oh, listen, last night I toasted to you. Hey, I started with a Jack Daniels and why not? We're not that far from Tennessee anyway. The Black Sheep Restaurant is a place that you'd expect to find in Coral Gables, Florida, or Nashville, your wonderful restaurant city, or Atlanta. But it's here in Blue Ridge. I had lamb chops that were fit for Henry VIII. And you know what, Marilyn? I had this with a bottle of truly local wine, the fabulous Tiger Mountain Cynthiana Norton. This is as local as you can get. The Cynthiana, as you know, is a grape that is indigenous to the Cherokee people. And it is wonderful when it's made right, and it stands up to anything you're going to get from France or Italy or Spain any day. If you want recreation that's as much fun for a man and a woman as anything else, try fly fishing. This is a wonderful place to do that. And our friends at Oyster Fly Fishing, I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but it's not. They have the finest selection of handcrafted fly rods of any place I've ever been. You know, they make fly rods for Jimmy Carter here. And uh, they're, they're pricey. But uh, wouldn't you like to have one that the former president uses? They have lessons. You, you can catch fresh trout here. You can cook it yourself. And you can get healthy and enjoy a great, satisfying meal. Well, you know, Marilyn, I'd love to stay here for a few more days. But what makes the Gourmet Highway work is change. New places, new faces, new experiences. So I'm going to leave for now as much as I hate to. And this is Doc Lawrence for Maryland Ball and speaking of travel on the Gourmet Highway, saying that I hope to see you soon in your hometown. Doc, you sure do know how to have fun. We love hearing from you as you travel the Gourmet Highway. So long for now. You can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. Well, here in the studio today is Kelly from Maybe Tech. Kelly, it is so awesome having you here on the show. And I have to tell you, I've been very moved listening to your stories of um, how AB Tech is just such a um, supporter of globalization, of, of teaching. And I would love to hear, uh, you travel with the kids, right? I do. And, and, and a lot of times I kind of make it happen because, you know, we've got a trip, for example, next summer to Ecuador, and that's going to be a Spanish language and environmental biology 
instructors that are going with them, right? So, the, and there, there'll be homestays in three different cities. So that would be more appropriate for that. So sometimes I take students, but a lot of times I, they'll be with, we have a trip to Italy next summer. Well, I'm not, I don't know. It's an art trip. So why not Sharon Trammell, the chair of that department that knows so much about art? We just think that that will be a great opportunity, again, for students and the community for those types of trips. So it, where it's relevant, I've been involved with Asheville Sister Cities. Uh, and so in based on some of the connections that I've had um, being a member and a former board member of Asheville Sister Cities, uh, I've been part of... The, the newest sister city, which is in Dunkeld and Burnham in Scotland. And so I've taken students to Scotland also uh, several times as well, which is always a, a great joy when I can take them. But I'm just always happy uh, we w- to give them the opportunity. There's also a consortium with a couple of other community colleges in the area, Davidson County Community College and Central Piedmont, CPCC in Charlotte. And we were all a few of us and Stanley Community College, but we would see each other at conferences a lot. And then all of a sudden at one point we said, let's get together. So we, so if I had a student that said, I want to go and do this, well, if we can't offer it, then they can go on our, like a sister community college trip. And that way we can kind of branch out more and be able to reach more students, That's which is so really great. Wonderful. It really yeah. is. And you know, just today I was reading in the paper, 41% of employers consider offering higher salaries to students who have studied abroad. Wow. I mean, right there is a statistic Absolutely. that is um, affirming right. all the work that you're doing that's right and you know and especially the as you were saying earlier the people to people right so there's so many levels and you're right i mean we want people i you know my my motive is for students to see any person right with dignity and see them as another person not as an other and what that looks like i mean that's also part of my sociological hat as an instructor as well but you know that you bring up a great point employability is also huge and really important to what we do and you know so we tell students as well when they go abroad uh and they come back that how do you articulate that when you're applying to transfer, when you're applying to grad school, when you're applying for a job? And how do you articulate that in a way that it increases your marketability as well? You know, we also have um, a program called the Global Distinction Program at AB Tech that many of the other community colleges in North Carolina are doing, which is a way that it's for transfer students, but they it means that you participate in also six different global activities on campus or in the community, because there's a lot of stuff happening in the community as well. We have Greek Fest and Hard Locks Fest and Latinx and all that stuff. But then they also... Um, participating coursework that is part of their pathway or their degree program that incorporates kind of global perspectives, whether that's inherently a global class or a course that has a global uh, module in it. And then they can go abroad or do some kind of research. And that would be, it gives them kind of this, another what we call a marketable skill that they can then take with them. So I think you're right. It's so important. And it's not just going, but I tell students, how is it going to help you when you move forward? And, um, you know, we've got, we've had students that can use it as a way for them to kind of add that to their resume, not as just going, but how do you, and we, I always make sure that students know where are they? What do they want to do? And how does this experience relate to their you know, educational and career goals? Well, Kelly, when we come back, let's talk about some of those students and some of their career goals. And I'll tell you what, I am going to start looking through the AB Tech catalog next time it comes in my mail because I want to go back and take some classes. <laughs> Great. That would be wonderful. I know. Thanks, Kelly. We'll be right back. 
The fall issue of Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is on the newsstands now. Read about rides that climb the Green River Staircase, follow the Tallulah Gorge, and ascend Bearwallow Mountain. Get your copy on newsstands now or subscribe at BlueRidgeMotorcyclingMagazine.com. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Explore one of Western North Carolina's most iconic places at Chimney Rock State Park. Six hiking trails and animal discovery den. Rock climbing with instructors from Fox Mountain Guides, guided hikes, and more. Plan your adventure at ChimneyRockPark.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. This is Marilyn Ball. I'm here with Kelly from AB Tech. Kelly is the chair of the Behavioral Sciences Department and is the chair of the AB Tech Global Education Committee. And Kelly, you were telling us um, you present at conferences and you talk about curriculum infusion. Mm-hmm. What is that? Give me an idea of what curriculum okay. infusion means. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of it seems like a buzzword, right, isn't it? But uh, as I've mentioned before in the program, not all of our students have the opportunity or the resources to go abroad. So the best way that we feel like we can bring it to students is, you know, having events, but also to work with instructors to embed it into their courses. So one example is we've got coming up a global travel photo contest where we have students, faculty, and staff that have gone abroad this year can submit two photos. And then what we do is we take the photos and uh, one of our members of our committee, Phyllis, will put it in a PowerPoint and remove the names and everything. Um, but then we give it to there's a, one of our digital photography instructors. Um, she will bring that to her students. And the students then will apply what they've learned in digital photography by rating the first, second, and third place um, of all the photos that have been collected for this contest. And then we have a reception and we hang it in our exhibit in the library and the students. So they're exposed to pictures from all around the world in their, you know, being exposed in that way. We've also had in music appreciation, we've brought people in that do um, perform Celtic music. And then they talk about some of the old time music that maybe some of our students might have grown up hearing. And and then they can apply what they've learned there. Um, I went to the European Union in Brussels this summer as part of a grant. And so I'm going to be going to some history classes in December and talking about kind of post-World War II and the 
the development of European institutions. And we do things like that. So uh, every fall, for example, I teach a class that connects and collaborates with a university, Seijo University in Japan. And so what we do there is I teach the introduction to sociology class, but we weave in Japanese culture. And so we do a couple Skype sessions live. And so that's infusion as well. Students will say, I didn't really know I was going to learn about Japan, but I'm one of those people now that's always like, in Japan, they do this. In Japan, they do this. So it's one of those things where I tell students, we're learning about Japanese culture, and it makes us then learn about ourselves. When we look at that, so I would bring in Japanese snacks and students are eating them. And I still have a student uh, that took the class last fall that emails me articles about Japan and so forth. So that's another idea of curriculum infusion, Marilyn, which is that that we really do, we have connections and we bring it into the content of the classroom because that is really powerful. And I really th- see that as planting seeds for students in so many ways. So again, we have the campus events that are kind of in the atmosphere of what we do at AB Tech. But then it's also there in in the courses that are important uh, and where students are exposed to it and kind of learning about it. We've also provided grants for faculty that are in biology or math to incorporate a global module into what they're doing. I know that we had a faculty member in math who's amazing, Cindy Moore, and she worked on creating in one of her math classes kind of a spreadsheet where it would be like, you're planning a trip to Peru. Okay, so you have to use spreadsheets to convert the money, the miles to kilometers, and how would you spend your day and what you would do. I mean, that is really creative. Or Laurel Young in biology, kind of how do you use, you know, testing water? And then you, they look at maps and then they look at geography and they, so by it, it's embedded in, it, it's infused, so to speak, into their curriculum. And we feel like that's a really powerful way to give students just a really amazing, uh, and we have amazing faculty, but just kind of a, a really well-rounded and really rich education by adding that into what they're getting in the classes they're already taking. I'll tell you, I, you know, I've been in Ashford for a long time and I've been a part of AB Tech in so many ways but I mm-hmm. had no idea and I'm so thrilled really to be able to um, to bring to our community what is going on there because it is as you said it is so powerful and it and so enriching and it is yeah. a model really do you i mean are you winning awards yeah. are you no we're not we're not and we're doing so little compared to other community colleges i mean i've learned so much from my colleagues at Davidson County Community College and CPCC but it's great though because there's other community colleges in the area whether it's Blue Ridge or Haywood County Community Community College or Southwestern that have reached out and said, we're trying to do the trip. How did you work it out with payments and insurance and what do you do? So I'm always really happy to share what I know. So, you know, I know how hard it is to, you don't know, want to reinvent the wheel and so forth, right? So, um, but, but I've also learned a lot from Warren Wilson College and from UNCA. And, you know, sometimes our students too that we, we really promote learning a language as well. You know, you talked about how important that is for marketability, and we think that's super important. But even with students to say, hey, you, you're going to UNCA or you're going to Western, you're going to App or whatever, you're going to Warren Wilson, well, you might want to think about go there because there's a network of just hundreds of different universities where 
most sometimes when it's an exchange program for very similar tuition where you can be someplace for a whole semester. And so those are things too. Are we winning awards? No. We're, we just are really inspired by what we do, but we, we're learning from other places in what they do and also know that there's so many other places in the community that are doing trips like this as well. And, um, you know, and, and whether it's churches or places of faith as well that have trips abroad and just to keep thinking and looking for opportunities. Uh, for that, that's important. Absolutely. And it, and it's endless, mm-hmm. it seems, what you can do. So if somebody wanted to get more information to enroll at AB Tech or to come over and take classes, mm-hmm. um, what would be the best way yeah. for somebody to get in touch? All right, great. Well, we, we would we would love that. And thanks for asking. So you, you could definitely go to our website, uh, which is www.abtech.edu, which is abtech.edu. Uh, you can, you know, that's a great way to do it. Otherwise, you can come see us at our main campus, which is 340 Victoria Road, right down from Mission Hospital. So it's a very busy corridor there on Victoria with uh, Asheville High and Mission and AB Tech. But, um, you know, we have a really close relationship with Mission Hospital and certainly our allied health programs where we have students that are doing their clinical rotations there as well. So, um, you know, we've, we've, got a lot of um, connection there as well. So that would be a great way to do it. Um, if you're interested in our any of our trips abroad, uh, you know, some are just open for students only, but others are open to the community. Um, but if you have questions about any of those things, um, you can, we have an email as well, which is globaleducation at abtech.edu. So we've got, you know, next summer we've, we're going to be honoring the D-Day celebration at 75th anniversary of D-Day at Normandy. So we've got a trip for, that's open to the community as well for that. Um, we've got a, a French language and homestay opportunity in Montreal, Canada for a month. Um, we've got uh, Spanish and biology in Ecuador for a month. Rome and, and Florence art. We've got a history of psychology in Europe going and tracing Freud and Adler and learning about that as well. Um, we also have a summer program um, for about two weeks for area high school students in Ireland. And I went there and did reconnaissance a couple of years ago because we really feel that Ireland's or Scotland's a great first place to go. Um, not as much of a language barrier, but there's a lot of cultural differences that we, and we feel like it's very safe and um, a lot of rural areas. And so we're trying to kind of get our area high school students to maybe take advantage of those opportunities as well. Plus with the Scotch-Irish uh, yes. heritage right That's here right. in our own backyard, oh, as you had absolutely. mentioned before, it would seem like a, a great fit. That's right. Well, Kelly, I, I'm just feeling like we're going to need to have a whole series on international education Great. and um, uh, curriculum infusion and all of these partnerships, especially right. because I love hearing you talk about collaboration, yes. working together. You know, you're not only uh, talking the talk mm-hmm. in how you're helping students break down these barriers and break down these stereotypes and get a better grasp of themselves, but you're walking that walk as as a community college, as an institution of higher education, and I admire you and your team and the 
the whole approach that community colleges are taking Great. to recognize the importance of global education. Thank you so much. Yes, and it's wonderful. And you know, our committee gets tremendous support from our board and our president, and and so it's always wonderful. They're just like, that sounds great. Whatever you're doing, you know, because we really do have students at the heart of what we do. And like I said, we've got abroad, which is a sliver of what we do. Those are important things to do, uh, but we really want to just really have students understand that even if they don't do it with us, I always say, if you don't do it with us, maybe you don't have enough money saved to go with us, but that's okay because you can go again and it means you're not ready and this is what it involves. And so just to really kind of plant those seeds for seeing themselves as part of this world and uh, we, we feel really fortunate to be there as they're really seeing the world in new ways. We're really excited about that. Well, we're all excited about that, Kelly. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks. Thank you to your team to your uh, president, to everybody over there at AB Tech. It's such a wonderful program, and it's making a difference in our community. Wonderful. Thanks so much for having me, Marilyn. You bet. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. I want you to go out and have a great week. Do something educational. Take a class. Look at the AB Tech online website and, and dream big. And remember, as you go out into the world, don't postpone joy. Don't postpone joy.